PFF NFL Daily today discussing the midseason All-Pro team. That's right. Well, it's not exactly midseason, Sam. It's eight divided by 17, 46%. 47%. Yeah, about 47% of the way through the season here. So, got to be exact. Anyway, you wrote this over at PFF.com, midseason All-Pro. That's the best players, first and second team at each position. So, we'll go through it. Some of the big names, some of the names that are surprising. So, uh, let's start with, you know, the writer of this, Sam. What do you, what was your big takeaway putting together the uh, the midseason All-Pro team? Oh, I thought you were putting me on the All-Pro team. I was thinking that's no, a bit generous. No, 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 no. Uh, I would certainly make it coming out of the podcast here. Not so much you. Yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. Like, you do the list and you're like, okay, there's a few positions that are definitely up for debate. You get some, you know, opinion from the other guys at PFF as to where they are. It's always the ones that you never even consider. <laughs> you don't even think about it that are the ones that people rail against the most. So, you know, obviously anybody that... that looks at PFF grades, has listened to PFF, knows that Trayvon Diggs is not going to be there. Um, interceptions are great, but there's a lot of negative in there as well. But quarterback, I was like, Tom Brady's been easily the best quarterback in the NFL this season based off the data, based off the grading. Um, okay, he's had a couple of rough weeks recently, but they've been like rough by his standards, not rough by, you know, human standards. Um, but there's a whole bunch of people out there that insist Matthew Stafford should be the all-pro. Well, I mean, I understand why we've 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 discussed this a little bit on the main PFF NFL podcast. There is a disconnect between actual quarterback, what they're doing, bringing to the table and the actual production. Uh, Stafford has been very good. The production has been outstanding. If the NFL was voting right now, he'd be first team all pro. He'd be MVP. I think all that stuff is true. Um, We also isolate the quarterback. And um, the one thing that we can do here, Brady's best games did happen the first five weeks of the season. He hasn't been as good in recent weeks, so it doesn't doesn't feel as good right you put out the team after you know three of his worst games of the year but the beginning of the season still counts I think using the data using our play-by-play grading helps you lose some of that emotional element of it right so again the way I would sum up Stafford he's been very good uh, but he's still missing a lot of throws the same amount of misses that he had in Detroit it's just all of his good stuff his positives are through the roof and that's usually scheme and coaching and playmaker based and uh, it's 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 the overall offense in LA has been great and Stafford has the stats to show it running back is funny how just how far ahead of everybody Derrick Henry is and obviously now Derrick Henry is going to be down for the second half of the year so the all pro the all pro by the end of the season is going to be somebody else you know (laughs) almost certainly and I wouldn't wouldn't a hundred percent rule out the possibility worth of carries. I don't know, (laughs) man, that half a season of Derrick Henry is good enough for the all pro, but let's assume it won't be. Um, but for half a season, Derrick Henry's the all pro second team. We went with James Robinson. I think you could make a case for him. You could make a case for Tony Pollard, whose grade is insane. And as production is incredible, just on a smaller sample size, um, Jonathan Taylor from Indy. I think you can make, that case, I think you can just about make an argument for Damian Harris as well. But like the gap between those guys and Derrick Henry is is insane. Yeah, I think PFF War does a really good job. And I know it's not always available to the public, but PFF War incorporates the grading and volume. And that's where Derrick Henry really shines. He's he's worth way more than any other running back so far this year, just from a value standpoint. Whereas it is very difficult to keep high end production uh, snap after snap so it's almost like uh it's good for tony pollard that he's been so productive but if you did give him 20 25 carries a game almost certainly he'd come back down to earth just a little bit war is a good way to kind of incorporate that so yeah henry being the the top running back makes a lot of sense don't think he'll hold up though as you said uh the receivers are a lot of 
names that we expect. You know, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kills in there as the second team. But Cooper Cup, first team receiver. And again, this is a big part of Matthew Stafford's stats and production is Cooper Cup becoming maybe the most uncoverable receiver in the NFL this season. Yeah, certainly in terms of like teams are just not covering that deep over, right? That the Rams are running again and again and again. And Cup is the guy that's wide open to the point where, you know, he operates from the slot a ton and he's not like the most dynamic receiver in the world after the catch, but he's averaging like a ton of yardage after the catch. Um, like there, he's racking up six yards per catch per reception after the catch. Like he's got catch and run opportunities because just he's so open every single play. So I, we said earlier in the season, within this offense, with Matthew Stanford playing the way it is, with Sean McVay scheming it up, Cooper Cup is going to lead the NFL in receiving. And right now, that's exactly what's happening. How about your flex position? You, you get a little bit of flexibility here to uh, shoehorn in some players you want. You get Debo Samuel as the first team flex, Jamar Chase second team. So we've got Chase up in the mix, but Debo, 3.69 yards per route. That is an insane number. Big play after big, big play from Debo this season. It is. You tend to get one or two guys a year that can clear three yards per route run. Um, Debo being 3.69, I thought it was going to be the most we've ever seen in a season. It isn't. Irritatingly, Steve Smith back in 2012, I think, had some ridiculous like 3.4 or 3.8 rather yards per route run, like just this madness number for Carolina, but it would be the second largest figure we've ever seen in terms of yards per route run if it held over the full season. Yeah, those are college football type of numbers. NFL fans hungry. I'm sorry. Yeah, college football numbers. NFL fans, you hungry for a big win? This week, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. If the sportsbook's not yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yikes. How about the other side of the bar? Anybody on the offensive line? There's some some common names. And then, of course, there's Creed Humphrey at center, the rookie. Impressive. Yeah, half. well, let's just run through it. Trent Williams, left tackle. Joel Batonio, left guard. Creed Humphrey at center. Zach Martin, of course, at right guard. And then David Questenberry at right tackle. Um, bizarre, like, triumvirate up the top between Questenberry, Ryan Ramchick, and Jack Conklin, all of whom have, like, almost identical profiles of dominant run blocking you know reasonable pass blocking but not incredible and are all really close together in terms of great yeah and Questenberry you know all that talk about hey what are the Titans they're trying to replace Jack Conklin they draft Isaiah Wilson and he's you know the last three snaps that are all kneel downs all of a sudden Questenberry decides to take the job here has you know with and he's been fantastic so far this season uh how about on the defensive side of the ball uh Devondre Campbell the linebacker the biggest uh, most improved player, really, in the NFL yeah. this season. What other names stood out for you? 
There's a few ones. I mean, Max Crosby is another massive improved type of player. Um, a huge amount of his season has been built off the fact that he's beaten up a whole bunch of bad tackles. But he had a decent game against Lane Johnson when they stepped it up in Week 7. He actually faced somebody good four pressures in that game. The second half of his year is going to be really interesting to see if he can like maintain an all-pro kind of level or if this is a product of some bad players that he's played. Devondre Campbell being the best linebacker in the NFL this season by a distance is one of the most like un and like completely impossible to predict things that has happened this year. Like his average PFF grade over the last three years has been like 51, 52, something like that. Skyrockets up to 87 um, this season. And he's been fantastic for Green Bay. That reminds me. So Demario Davis started his career in a similar fashion with the Jets. Four years to average grading, and then he just jumped. He just became one of the better linebackers in the NFL over his last five or six seasons. We'll see if Campbell can keep it up, but great start for him. He's really been you know, one of the catalysts of that Packers defense. The other, another guy that stood out to me was Kevin Byard for the Titans, You know, a defense that uh, has had some, you know, a bunch of injuries in the secondary, but Byard uh, on the six and two Titans just makes play after play, huge plays in the secondary. And this is after week one, they got torched. He kind of got torched a little bit by DeAndre Hopkins in space, but Byard has bounced back and just, uh, he's done this at other times throughout his career, but very impressive this season because the Titans have needed him to make all yeah. these plays at safety. Yeah, he's been really good. I also think it's interesting that Jalen Ramsey jumps into the all-pro team um, with this new this new role, you know, <clears throat> more from the slot, more like uh, Charles Woodson over the last uh, couple of years in Green Bay. And he's been as impactful, if not more, than he ever has before when he was sort of out on an island playing perimeter corner. And then Casey Hayward still staying there, not just a, a hot start for Casey Hayward, but legitimately looks back to his best after what looked like the, the kind of start of the downward slope of his career last year. He's 32 years old. He was coming off a a grade in the 50s, and all of a sudden he's the best-graded cornerback in the NFL and a huge part of that Raiders defense looking like a dramatically better unit. By the way, the defensive line outside of Max Crosby, all the huge names you'd expect, Aaron Donald, Casey, uh, Cameron Hayward, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, second team behind him, Nick Bosa's up there, Kenny Clark, second team, Jonathan Allen's up there. So you can check out the entire midseason All-Pro team over at pff.com. Great job, Sam, putting the, putting the, uh, the team together. But, you know, some of the big names that you'd expect and some, uh, some surprising players standing out so far this season. It's PFF, NFL Daily.